back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. Of course, here with you uh, during your lunch hour. And we uh, had great lunch actually given to us today by Motor Food Company. I wrote it down, this what it was called, because it's delicious. You should try it yourself. Spicy Grilled Chicken Firebird, uh, which you can get uh, not in the food truck, but in the building, correct? Yes, yeah. in the building. Not in the food truck. This is something that they only make at their brick and mortar um, right here, uh, 48th off of... What's what road? Forty eighth and O. Yeah. Um, right behind. It's. I mean, it's not O. It's a little further down, but it's Bye, right maybe. behind. Right by. Uh, uh, Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, it's out that way. Yeah, delicious stuff. They've been giving us food every Tuesday. Haven't missed yet. Don't ex- don't expect that they will. Uh, as it is, it, it's really good. And if you like spicy, which I do. You know, it's not it's not so much that you're like underneath, you know, under the water cooler, mm-hmm. uh, chugging all the water at the end, uh, but it's it gives you a nice little uh, spicy aftertaste. Six two one North Forty Eighth Street. There you go. Head out there, get yourself some delicious food from Motor Food. So, Nebraska basketball uh, added yesterday uh, transfer Aaron uh, Eulis. He's the younger brother of Tyler Eulis, actually the Kentucky standout who was in the NBA for a while. Uh, He'll still have two years of eligibility left. Um, His his numbers are what they are. They're solid. He started for for Iowa in in a lot of the games last year. Um, And it's just kind of a traditional point guard, a two-to-one turnover to interception ratio. Uh, not interception. I'm, I'm still thinking football. Uh, pretty impressive. Hey, a lot of interceptions. Uh, <laughs> two to one assist to turnover ratio. Sorry. Uh, and he has two years of eligibility left. Of course, joins uh, joins a class now with Rink Moss and, and Bryce Williams as Nebraska rebuilds themselves. I think all together, and, and not to, to rain on their parade or anything, they still got two open scholarships left. Um, maybe you still add to those guys, but um, not, not an overwhelming class, but you know some needs, certainly, mm-hmm. and uh, in, in something that uh, I, I think makes you excited. I think they already had a lot of players on that team that are going to be competing for, for playing time. You throw these guys in there, uh, kind of similar situations. So a good good job as far as it's not going to blow the doors off anybody nationally. They're not going to be talking about your transfer portal class, but as far mm-hmm. as filling needs, uh, I think Nebraska's done well there. Uh, the strange thing about it is just – it's just that he's an Iowa Hawkeye. <laughs> I mean, he's transferring directly from what I think currently is probably Nebraska's biggest rival. Yeah. What kind of hurts a little bit in this year is that Nebraska will not be playing Iowa twice in the regular season. Just once. I'd have to go back and look at the. I, don't, I can't remember if it's in a home or in a way. Um, but, you know, that would kind of be fun and kind of add to the atmosphere. And, and it will when it, when it happens. Um, but... I mean, I guess we've kind of already been through this. I mean, the Casey Thompson, son of a Sooner, went to Texas type mm-hmm. of thing, and you get over it quickly. Are, are you are you used to the new world, uh, new world order of of uh, of transfer portal, and your enemies could be your friends the next day? I mean, are are you used to that? Or are you are you are you one it's of those still weird. That, that still say, no? It's still it's yeah. still weird. Yeah. I was I was not. Uh, well, first off, like well, first off, that is very weird having a guy play for Iowa one year, lose to. Nebraska twice, three times, however many times they lost to Nebraska last year, and then um, decide, you know what, I'm going to go play for Nebraska now and play <laughs> against my, my my teammates in the school that I committed to out of high it's, I don't know. It's a little weird uh, committing to your rivals. Maybe it's the fact that this isn't as big of a rivalry. You're never going to see anybody from North Carolina go to Duke or anybody yeah. from Alabama go to Auburn. Um, you so, might. So I, but, uh... Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> so I, I don't um, – 
it might be because it's not that massive of a rivalry quite yet or don't know if it will get to that that level but it is still weird i i just think the weirdest part is <laughs> i don't want to sound rude i don't want to sound mean but i don't know what need he fills for mm. nebraska basketball um i understand that nebraska needs a point guard and they everybody's clamoring for a true point guard but i mean he averaged two assists last season and six points. And again, this is not to take a shot at him, but I just don't know exactly what need he's going to fill for Nebraska. If those are going to be, you know, maybe he improves his stats a little bit, but I don't, I don't know how that exactly helps in in the search of a point guard to lead this offense. Well, and I think it is, I mean, like, like you said, it's, it's not to, not to downplay his addition. Cause I do think he will fill a role. I mean, he's a division one, you know, starting point guard in the big 10 like that. Yeah. That's 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 hard to come by. Nebraska obviously hasn't been able to get that exact um, exact uh, uh, area or exact player for for quite some time um, outside of you know uh, this last season maybe. But you you don't really want to say no to that. But at the same time, I I don't know. It's just it's underwhelming. Maybe maybe I'll be proven wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But it's just an underwhelming transfer commitment. Yeah, and Iowa has nothing to do with that for you. No. No, no. no, no. <laughs> it's not just hating Iowa. Okay, just making sure. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree with you. It, it's it, it's not something that necessarily blows you away. Uh, like Big Bird says, 2-1 to one in, uh, assist to turnover ratio. Um, that's solid. But like you said, it's it's not it's not like he's getting four assists and two turnovers. It's, it's just two assists, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, a, again, that's in how many minutes he played. He was a starter, played 22 and a half minutes. That's uh you know that's starter minutes that's kind of you know not not heavily relied upon starter minutes yeah. I suppose kind of like you know not he certainly um you know wasn't Jordan Bohannon or anything for them so uh, he he's he's it, it's a solid addition I think maybe if you're kind of thinking about a guy um you know at times Nebraska I think St John's particularly stood out to me where it's like oh boy they might be in trouble if you have a quick guard on on Nebraska's point because they didn't have a true point guard again mm-hmm. last year so maybe it's a guy that can bring the ball up the court against pressure that sort of thing doesn't show up in in the in the stats as much um, but I mean I'm with you I, it, it's just kind of how you, you kind of have to temper your expectations I suppose it's it's if, if you're looking in this class and, and hoping that they get uh, a Jordan Palmer or a Tran Petaway guys that just kind of turned over the program mm-hmm. Maybe Bryce Williams is that. Maybe these guys can, you know, maybe these guys can can turn it around and be that sort of guy. You never know until you know. We didn't know that for those guys. Uh, in fact, when Tran Petaway came in, Walter Pitchford was kind of the the more Bollywood recruit, yeah. <laughs> uh, which he turned out to be solid and, and good for Nebraska's program too. Um, but I, I agree with you. I, I think it's I, I think it's again more of a. I think it's the true point guard role, mm-hmm. but it's not. You're, you know, you're not jumping into th- thinking that you've got, like, one of the best point guards in the Big Ten. You, you know, you got a guy. No, you you got somebody who, and, you know, somebody said he's a floor general. It's not going to exactly show up on the stats. I understand that. If, if you have somebody to run your offense and maybe he's not the one getting the assist, but he's the one getting everybody in position and, and getting the offense to, to hum smoothly, then, you know, that's also great. But I, I, don't, I don't know, like... And I guess you know stats right now are really all all we can go off of on uh, outside of you know going back and watching Iowa's Iowa's games, but I, I'll have to do that and, and see exactly what he was for Iowa um, in terms of of being that floor general. But if you look at the reaction from Iowa fans, 
doesn't seem like they really are going to miss him. And and I don't know, maybe that's just looking into it a little bit too much, but a lot of times if you if you have somebody transferring out of your program that was really, you know, important in leading you to something or really helpful in in getting you wins or or keeping the program afloat, you're you're kind of upset when that person leaves. Oh yeah. And and to see Iowa fans, you know, he commits to Nebraska, and really all they're they're all they're saying is, "Oh, I can't wait to beat him when Nebraska and Iowa play." And it's not really, you know, upset that he left. It's it's a little strange. Well, he's not a guy that changes the trajectory of your program. Um, that's for sure. Um, and you know, but again, I I think. I think that's kind of what this this class is, is a little bit more about needs. I mean, if they can – a lot of it still for Nebraska basketball is going to be, are you going to be able to bring Casey Tominaga back, which I feel pretty good about. Um, if you haven't heard, he's kind of testing the waters in the NBA. It's NBA or back to Nebraska. Right. And I don't think he's he going to get that. He doesn't seem to be NBA ready. So, no. um, you know, there's a pretty good chance he comes back to Nebraska. And, and then you can kind of build from where you where, from where you left off. Obviously, mm-hmm. you lose Sam Grease. You lose, you lose Derek Walker. You hope that Rink Moss and Bryce Williams can kind of fill in some of those rules. And now Ulyss, you know, you know, not everybody fills the exact same role, can kind of do that, that, that point guard role. But, again, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I think that with any of these guys, you just throw them in, uh, in on the team um, – they're going to have to compete to earn that starting spot. None of them are like, hey, here's the guy that you're going to build your program around. And Nebraska missed out on that guy last year and still had a 50, you know, 500 season. Mm-hmm. Turned out Sam Griesel kind of was that guy. You know, yeah. Derek Walker evolved into being the, the guy that you can rely, rely on in all Big Ten selection. Um, you know, and, and, and so did they go out and get like a score that you think is going to be leading the team in scoring? I, you know, if you take no, out I Casey, so. I don't know who, you know, who, who necessarily will be. So, I mean, they've got a ways to go in. They still got a few scholarships. We'll see what happens there um, today. I'm not expecting Hunter Dickinson, but he's expected to make his, his decision in the portal today. So there's still some life in the portal. Maybe Nebraska can, can add somebody that you're a little bit more excited about, but I think they've done a pretty good job as far as filling in some of the needs, yeah. which is more important this year than getting the, the home run hire, or the home run out of the portal, I think. Mm-hmm. But you always take a home run. Uh, but it, it, you know, I, I think they've done a good job of addressing the needs at the, while at the same time not overwhelming you. Um, and it, I, I still... think seeing how well last year's team played without that, you know, go-to score may have put a little more faith from Fred and the coaching staff in the the roster as a whole. And although you are losing some key contributors in Derek Walker, in Sam Griesel, in uh, Emmanuel Bandemel, Emmanuel Bandemel only played about half of the season, and you had a pretty good run without him um, playing at all for for Nebraska. So um, losing Griesel and, and Walker are going to hurt, but if you're able to keep Tominag and you're able to keep you know the, the core of your team, although you did lose Denim Dawson and... Um, Karan McPherson transferred yeah, too, right? Yeah, you lost it. you lost Denim Dawson, Karan McPherson, but yeah, but that's <laughs> those are three guys who Karan didn't play because of injury. Oleg played, you know, uh, garbage time minutes, yeah. and uh, Denim Dawson came in earlier to due to the injuries to fill in, but kind of fell out of favor or, or went to the the end of the bench as the season went on. And again, you were making some nice runs towards the end of the season without him playing. So you lose some players who probably could have helped you last season or, or this coming season. But, you know, like you said, filling those needs, addressing some, some holes in the roster. Um, I think the ability of this team to play together as a team kind of helped this coaching staff to think, you know, we don't need 
that home run get. We don't need that that guy who needs the ball in his hands to score and do this and do that. We can keep working together as a team, continue to improve on defense and uh, score when we need to score. Hopefully, you know, you know, get put the ball in the basket at, at you know crucial times, and we'll be able to win some more games. Yeah, with any luck, they'll stay a little bit more healthy this year. Uh, I do think they have to go, you know, take another step forward, go above 500, a step back would probably be, you know, the end of, of the Hoiberg experiment. Um, but it is interesting just to kind of think from the outside right now, um, if I had to tell you, you had to bet the house, who has a better winning percentage, Hoiberg or Rule? This season? This season. Mm, it's a tough rule. one. You got Rule? I think I might go with Rule. Mm. Less games. Less games, but you, so he's got to get over 500, right? Do you think you think Hoiberg's going 500 this upcoming year, or do you think they might be taking a step back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're kind of at as a Husker fan. It's, it's hard to answer these questions, um, but we'll see kind of what happens, uh, of course, in in the coming months. All right, we'll take a quick break. College football notes and Nick Sainert of Happy Hour coming in next here on 93.7 The Ticket.